0: We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike, to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. And we're going to go to our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text line from Las Vegas, the Lieutenant Governor of the state of Louisiana, Billy Nungesser. Lieutenant Governor, thanks so much for joining us. And I told Bobby that this is like, you know, Coach O used to always say about recruiting, recruiting. You're going out recruiting <laughs> uh, for, the, for the next season. And also, too, man, sometimes you don't know everything about everything. And sometimes you can get a good idea – by visiting a site that's actually putting it on. So tell us what's happening in Las Vegas and also to your promotion of Louisiana and New Orleans for next year.
1: Yeah, great to be with you Yeah, this is a great event, great opportunity for us to see what they're doing right. Uh, we brought our welcome fan from uh, the Rose Parade, and then it went to the Grammys. It was here all over the streets of uh, Las Vegas this week. Today we had the big media event. Uh, but my favorite quarterback, Bobby Abel, was there. Uh, saw all those old-timers. But, uh, but I tell you, it's a great opportunity. We have a booth in, in that thing, uh, in that show today, all the media coming by and saying, you know, what can we expect in New Orleans? i tell you one thing that we have over any city, and we talk about it, everything's within walking distance. And last night it took two two and a half, even with a state trooper, Uh, driving me, it took two and a half hours to get from one event to the next because it's two hours away. And and in New Orleans, you don't have that problem. So, uh, you know, everything's within walking distance, all the hotels, all the parties, and uh, we're surely going to tout that as hopefully get us in line after this next Super Bowl for one again in the future. But uh, it's a great opportunity tomorrow. We tour the stadium, talk about security, logistics, uh, media promotion and all the things that come with hosting. You know, uh, Mr.
2: Nungesser. Uh, you know, when I look at okay, walking distance and how the fans truly appreciate that, and just uh, just the atmosphere. Now, hopefully, you don't have inclement weather. Maybe, but uh, inclement weather might be uh, not day in and day out. But you can look at all where they're hosting the Super Bowl in different cities. I'm telling you, the city. It was right before when the Ravens and the 49ers, we had the Super Bowl in New Orleans, we went promote the game in Indianapolis. In Indianapolis, uh, however, that, that, that was a walking city. But where would you rather go? The freaking New Orleans, Louisiana, Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> are, are you kidding me? So so when, when, I, when, when I looked at that, okay, yeah, it's very walkable, but come on. Uh, Indianapolis, if you're international, even from a national perspective, hell, yeah, I want to go to New Orleans.
1: Okay, I have a choice. I'm absolutely. going to
2: Indianapolis or New Orleans. Where am I going to go? I'm going to the Big Easy.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. You know, we have some – today we had fried catfish and we had king cake and, um, you know, people talk about the food. And, you know, this year our, our theme is Louisiana, the year of music. Uh, we've got so many different kinds of music. But, Bobby, and, and you know, you guys know this – The thing that's most special about New Orleans and Louisiana is the people. We treat strangers like family. They leave Louisiana with a friend for life. Where else in the world do you invite strangers to your backyard to eat crops? So I think it's that personal uh, relationship people will make with the people of New Orleans and Louisiana that will keep them coming back for more.
0: Uh, Lieutenant Governor, I don't know if you saw this today, but Jimmy Haslam, the owner of the Cleveland Browns, he's talking about, I want to build a dome stadium in Cleveland because, you know, it's great for the fans and we can do the retractable stuff. He also threw in at the end, it's a launch site for us to get a Super Bowl. It goes to show how lucrative to land a Super Bowl is when you got an owner that's saying, hey, listen, I'm willing to build a dome stadium in Cleveland, but... And part of it, yeah, it's great for the fans and, and everything else, but it's also about the Super Bowl. Yeah, Landing you, you, you know,
2: you got to land a Super Bowl, you got to keep up with the Joneses. You got to get a new stadium. That's why the upgrade with the Superdome. That's why uh, I still think uh, that we're going to be in that rotation. I don't know if every four or five years we tie in the record for eleven uh, hosting 11 Super Bowls. I think we can have one for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking into the future w- once every uh, decade. But uh, I think maybe the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame made a mistake by putting it in Cleveland instead of New Orleans. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, this, you know, that, you know when you think of music. Oh, yeah, I think of Cleveland. Right off the top. Yeah, definitely. I think of Cleveland. What? I don't know. New Orleans would have been a better opportunity, but that's a different topic. But the one thing is that I think people realize, because the tourism and what it takes that to stay a step ahead. And, and, uh, I guess you have to keep up with the Joneses. And you might, okay, right now, okay, we're all right. But when you look within the future, like the next uh, decade or whatever, uh, so let's say it's um, you know 2034 or whatever you go on, uh, you can't stand pat. You have to keep up, and the NFL, the product, is just unbelievable how it's continuously growing and that they know New Orleans is a big part of that.
1: Absolutely. You know, we we got a big party tonight at the House of Blues here uh, with Louisiana Flavor, invited all the media, all the sponsors, all the big corporations that are hosting out here to get them excited about hosting their parties next year in New Orleans. But you're absolutely right, Bobby. Uh, We're going to have to be thinking outside the box. You know, I'll be seeing the mayor of New Orleans tonight, and the one thing I will ask her is to please – replace those pumps that keep going down because we can't have a flood if there's a rain nope. Super that's Bowl right. weekend. Uh, we got to get – and when we bring that football back on Monday, when we take the handoff and take that football to New Orleans, we got to get on our game and clean up that city and put our, make it shine because that's the one shot we got. And you talk about getting back in line for another Super Bowl. Uh, you mess that up. You won't get back in line. And the better job you do, the better shots you got of getting in line sooner.
0: Lieutenant Governor, I know one of the things is everybody talks about, well, it's just about New Orleans. But I know I still live on the bayou. So, man, I know all these hotels, motels, bed and breakfasts, when they have a Super Bowl or even Manning Passing Academy, you can't find a place. They're all booked up. It's the residual of that Super Bowl that I think a lot of people don't get. The, the restaurant business, them getting gas somewhere or whatever. But also that ability that, you know, this city has a lot of hotels, but you can't accommodate everybody. And I see it even where I live and I'm an hour away where you can't find a bed and breakfast or a hotel on the Bayou if something happens with a Super Bowl in New Orleans and even the Manning Passing Academy, which we got, what, 1,300 uh, young men that are, uh, attend, and about yeah. 1,100 of them are from out of state.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. You, you'll fill up every hotel in Baton Rouge to North Shore uh, within two or three hours' drive, uh, and people will look at, you know, it's a little bit better deal. But, you know, and, and we see this out here. There's no way all these fans, this play, This city is packed. They're not all going to that game. They're here just to be in the action. And you'll have people come and just to party that week and not be attending the Super Bowl. And everybody can afford a ticket.
0: Lieutenant, no, go ahead, Mike. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor, uh, this is maybe a little bit off topic, but we, we see it this year. Bob's going to go off topic,
2: too. <laughs> that, that's
0: all the time <laughs> with Bob. But uh, what, what's happened during the summer, the unusual heat, and then we, we didn't get any rain, uh, the the crawfish season, which is uh, they, they still have some, but, man, it, it's a big hit from a lot of people that, that I know that's involved in the crawfish business. No, it's like caviar. And, and so, man, yeah. it, it is really – it's a, a – you don't see this often happen, that it has really hit those farmers really, really hard.
1: It really has. You know, we take one crawfish to first Tuesday at the Mardi Gras, and we pardon it and let it live its life out in the state park where the rest of the family of, gets balled alive. We make a big deal out of it. It's going to be hard to find a crawfish this year to pardon. <laughs> that one is going um, to get thrown in that pot, Billy. <laughs> but, yeah, it's going to be tough this year, you know. We're seeing a lot of people that usually have crawfish balls for Mardi Gras and even around Mardi Gras uh, buying no those shrimp. The shrimp are, are real cheap. The yep. shrimpers can use the shot in the arm. Uh, but we've seen a lot of people pivot to the good thing we've got those great Louisiana shrimp to substitute for crawfish this year. But it is the worst year we've, we've ever seen in my lifetime. Now, uh, Lieutenant Governor,
2: uh, you brought up state parks. Uh, I think you're doing an outstanding job. That has to continue. Uh, Because sometimes, uh, like a stay vacation, you know, they all got to go way off. uh, But right here in your own backyard, you don't take advantage uh, of the parks you have uh, within driving distance. And also, like the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame in Natchitoches. That's where I went to school, you know, oldest town in Louisiana, Purchase, even older than New Orleans. So I know, I think you've done an outstanding job, and that has to continue to promote. The assets that you have with, 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 with all these uh, facilities throughout the state, state north, south, east, west.
0: And Lieutenant Governor Bobby, he played at Northwestern, so the Christmas time.
2: Oh, Christmas lights. It's oh, awesome.
0: It's unbelievable there, and you've done a great job being able to promote that. And well, we used to grow up, you know, not far away from the Grand Isle, which, you know, it's one Tarman of the most Rodeo, yeah, the Rodeo. Rodeo. In
1: the, uh, in the United States. And it's awesome there. Well, you know, I made a commitment to promote all of Louisiana. Uh, New Orleans, the big cities, have a big budget to promote them. And we've been able, over the last seven years, we've been promoting Mardi Gras every corner of the state, family-friendly, affordable Mardi Gras down the bayou. We've seen 30%, 35% increase in out-of-town visitors for Mardi Gras. We got people flew in from Australia and New Zealand to Dallas, renting cars and went to Mardi Gras in Shreveport. We had a group from uh, Australia in Morgan City, Homa, that uh, 15 of them flew in because of the low cost of a hotel and it's family friendly um and we're going to continue to do that because and then with the state parks through the private public partnership the mountain bike trail at Chitta was just named the number 2 mountain bike trail in the country it's got like a 15 Whoa, foot drop that's impressive and 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 that we we draw 1000 people from 10 to 15 states every month it's changed washington parish you go up there you see bikes we got horseback riding in there now, so you see horse trailers and mountain bikes on cars in town, eating and shopping. Those two things at our state park have changed Washington Parish and put them on the map for tourism.
0: Lieutenant Governor, how much interaction you have with the hotel, motel industry, and also the restaurant business, because in the city here, that, that's a big part of you want to go somewhere, but all the different restaurants and the places to stay, there has to be kind of a wool bundy deal. Everybody got to team up together in this. You can't want to do things your own yeah, way. Well, yeah, listen, the hotel and restaurants, look, all the great things we've done in tourism,
1: it's a team effort. I just meet with those groups. Just like when we brought, we had Laney Wilson, the big concert in New Orleans on that slow weekend, we we partnered with Sugar Bowl to make sure on those slow weekends we find events to host to fill those hotels. And the same thing with the Restaurant Association, with, with the fairs and festivals, to be able to promote them in every corner of the state, to drive people there to fill those restaurants and hotels, uh, it's important that we support that industry. As we come out of covid a lot of them ain't fully made the money back they lost. So it's important to continue to support those industries that
2: mean so much to tourism. And, uh, uh, Billy, uh, since we have you on, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I know more than sports. Uh, so uh, I, I'm just looking <laughs> like <laughs> in Twagman's Parish and all. And, uh, well what are we dealing with now? Because, uh, I don't know, damned if you do, damned if you don't, we want to stop coastal, uh, coastal erosion. And then how you trying to uh, diversify, or you know, with with, with the water and to rebuild the marshes and all that. Then you got the oyster farmers. Uh, How can that be a win situation for a person like you? And uh, you know, because you got the public, people you might know, and the oyster industry and the farmers. And you look at freshwater versus saltwater, the saltwater intrusion and all that. And we know uh, we got to protect our coast. So that has to be uh, hard. How do you handle that complicated situation?
0: The other thing, too, Lieutenant Bobby, Governor, is now the, the influx, too, of wind and sail offshore. That that, that throws another wrinkle into it.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, but Look, that ain't I'm dealing with make... coastal erosion. The, the coastal erosion, the oyster farmers are pissed off. I know that.
1: Well, Bobby, you're going to see in the next CPRA meeting, uh, I'm hoping the governor will listen. Um, I'm on a mission to stop the diversion. Uh, the river is polluted. It will wipe out our seafood industry. And we could take a dredge tomorrow and start dredging 24-7. And every year, your storm surge is going to go down. Our insurance rates will go down. This diversion cannot build any land b- above the waterline. Nope. And we could take that $3 billion and give us a fighting chance. We should learn Mardi Gras Pass on the left side of the river. When that levee blew out, when I left Plaquemines as Parish as president, it killed every... Of seafood and oysters on the left side of the river. Yep. And you talked about saltwater intrusion. When I was parish president, we built a little levee across the bottom of the river and kept the saltwater bay. The reason that water is reaching New Orleans, almost a third of the river is flowing through Mardi Gras Pass. That volume downriver is the reason it's going further up. If we build this diversion, that saltwater will definitely reach New Orleans. And the Corps, now they're going to spend $25 million to study that. That's not rocket science. Nope. <laughs> and the problem is, they don't want to admit when they make mistakes. And it's time to rethink this. We need a three to five year coastal plan. We don't have fifty years. What Bobby Gendo came up with when he was governor. Fifty years, we'll be having the Grand Isle fishing rodeo in Baton Rouge.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> lieutenant governor, thanks so much, man. We appreciate your candor with everything, and uh, you know things change by a second. You know, that's just the way it is in our world today. But, man, uh, I got a lot of respect for you being able to change with the different aspects that's happened in this state. And I agree with you totally.
2: Well, well uh, and, 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 you know, Lieutenant Governor, you know it would be awesome because this happened before. Uh, they had the Super Bowl in Los Angeles. The Rams were in it. But how about the Saints being in the Super Bowl next year in New Orleans?
1: What? You're already talking about them, <laughs> my friend. I hope you're right. We all, we all hope tomorrow. we are. All right.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Lieutenant, Happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras